You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, you can leave the country. You can change your name. You can... Uh, but nothing! <laughs> oh, that's why you're chugging. Nothing. <laughs> we'll save you from that. Watch Holy crap. Casey burped before we went on air, so she felt like she had to do it. <laughs> I'm so glad that it happened, though, because it like so I loud. seriously had no intro, and I was I was gonna say something about Beyonce Perfect. and Jeezy, and I was like, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm glad that happened. Uh, Good night, <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes our show. <laughs> oh, oh, how shit. was your weekend? What happened this weekend? You went out to dinner with me. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, we went to Kona Grill. We had some drinks. We had a giant slice of carrot cake that is like, you know, the wedge of cake in Matilda that she gives the fat kid the trench oh, ball. Yeah. Give it to him. That's what it was like. I love how the waitress was like. Um, just so you know, it's like a quarter of a cake. <laughs> she wasn't kidding. And, yeah, we were like, okay, yeah, sure. Cream. She brings cream. it out. We're like you really weren't kidding. Cream cheese frosting. <laughs> like, I had convinced myself to stop eating. Like, stop, Casey. Quit it. And then when you, you know. You're like, gorged. Like, you'll never have that meal again in the rest of your life. So you're like. <gasps> Seriously. I'm like, this once in a lifetime. I feel like I eat like that a lot. I mean, I'm I'm t- small. But. And, and people think, you know, that they're like, oh, you don't eat that much. But, man, I can go to dinner and be like. Yep, I'll have that and that and that. And then I'll eat like I'm never going to eat it again in my life. Yep. Like, have you ever eaten before, Holly? It's the latest thing. (laughs) Don't touch my food. (laughs) You know, I was just thinking about that on the way here, too, because I'm a stress eater. And I was, I weighed in this morning and I I was right where I wanted to be. I'm feeling good, feeling lean, trying on my clothes, you know. And of course, I start thinking about this trip that I'm about to go on and I get Packers anxiety. Mm. And I start overeating like crazy. I'm like, Casey, you're going to be so bloated. Like, I'm undoing everything I just did. Like, you're afraid that you're not going to pack the right stuff? Always. Always. That's because this is your first trip out of the country. Yeah. So. It's like that all the time. (laughs) But this is especially (laughs) bad. You know, as long as I don't forget my passport, you know, my ID and stuff. Well, that's the one big thing. I know. Uh, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Man. And there's stores in Ireland. Oh, <laughs> we are going for uh, Dublin Comic Con. Uh, Source Point Press, our guests, and it's super cool because Travis is like, yeah, they're going to be picking us up from the airport. You know, the convention is like guests. You know, like the sign and everything. I go, don't you dare tell them that I'm just poor white trash. I work hard to get here. <laughs> don't let them know. <laughs> Are they, are they, uh, are you staying close to the, are you staying, is it a hotel it's at? Mm-hmm. That's, oh, it, it's, uh, or is it a resort, like a convention, like convention center? It's a convention center. And, and then the hotel is close by. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, by the way, uh, I was really, it was, oh God, it was the weirdest thing. So I had lunch with my brother today. We had Thai food and this is before the news broke. And I was, my brother is 13 years my senior, so he's like 47, 
46. Anyways, um, and I wanted to message him and say, Luke Perry had a stroke, feeling old yet? And when I told him that at lunch, right after lunch, they had announced that he had passed away. So as we were talking about it, he had passed away. It was really, really weird. Um, and I was really bummed out by it. 52 is way too young to die. And one of my my oldest client, um, I mean, came to me for so long. He passed away at 55 of a massive stroke as well. And tomorrow will be a year to the day. So a lot of people passing around, uh, like passing away uh, around this time for some reason. Yeah. And the guy from Prodigy committed suicide. Who? The guy from Prodigy, the lead singer, Firestarter. I don't know that man. Sure you do. I'll I'll play it for you later. Firestarter. She sure. had like double mohawks and I'll I'll show you. Um but uh yeah, it was a, an English techno group um passed away. And um man, yeah, and a lot of people dying with strokes. You know, and it's like Luke Perry. Do you ever rem- did he was he in the news for ever having a drug problem or anything? Because he wasn't overweight. Um, I don't know if he did. I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, I don't really know much about Luke Perry. Obviously, than his uh his work on TV, like obviously nine zero two one zero because that was a big deal. Um, I don't even know if he had kids or anything. Did he? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, he did. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure, but. I think it's always a shocker when someone that age passes away because we, you know, think when people pass away from strokes or heart attacks that it, it should be an elderly age. Right. It's just- we associate that with not, you know, youth. Yeah, because I I remember being in the hospital when they speculated that I had a stroke at 26 um, before they diagnosed me with multiple sclerosis. And um, they were going to do an arteriogram, and I was scared about it because what they do for that to look for a stroke is they cut a sl- they make a slit in your groin area, and then they take a catheter and go all the way up through your chest cavity and into your brain with a camera. Now you have to be awake for this. Um, how do you, how, how are you numbed? Um, they, they put a numbing agent, like they, they give you, they inject a numbing agent um, in like towards the groin area. And then you, you generally don't, you can kind of feel it, but then once it's in your head, you can hear it. You know, because there's a camera and you can hear the shutter and you feel the dye release and it gets really hot. Like it burns a little. Um, but you can hear click, 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 click. It's, it's really, really weird. Um, but I remember my sister-in-law saying, Casey, old people get this done all the time. You can handle it. Because it was just an old person thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so, yeah, that's just wild. And it's, it's very unfortunate. So. Love and prayers going up to the Perry family. That's just wow. 52. Okay, so here's Firestarter, Allie. Hang on, hang on. I remember this video because it was freaky. 
Yeah. No. Well, my apologies. <laughs> well, I, w- I wish I knew what it was. <laughs> You're like, that's pretty badass. <laughs> um, no, you know I'm into electronic music. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you that. And then they had another song called Breathe. Um was in a lot of films, too. Um, so, and he, unfortunately, uh, committed suicide. So, good gravy in a hot plate. Um so yeah, that's the uh death in news. Um jeez. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, uh well, that is very sad about um Luke Perry and um what's that guy's name again for prodigy? Um oh my goodness. I'm I'm terrible. I keep saying the guy from Prodigy. Oh gosh. I read it earlier today. Jess, how was your weekend? Keith Flint. It was good. I basically sat on the, well, I had free podcast day on Saturday. Friday, Chris and I just sat around, got drunk, watched TV, listened to music. And then Saturday, I just sat around, smoked weed, got drunk, and watched TV. I love your love-hate relationship with Chris. I know. It's so healthy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We do love the shit out of each other, but we also, like fight like actual cats and dogs <laughs> you sound like me and jason yeah, yeah. say that i mean that's like a almost passionate one you know right. that's like a passionate one you're, where you fight like crazy and bang like crazy and you right. know <laughs> you're functional and your dysfunction yeah that's yeah. exactly what it is and i think Seems accurate that's something that a lot of people don't want to admit to mm-hmm I'm okay with admitting it. It's not like it's a secret to anybody. <laughs> you no, know? and 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 people, you know, I mean, it's a common tale, and it's not. It is. No, this is the real world. Well, and also, I feel like once you get past like a certain amount of like crazy bullshit, you seem to just get along better, and you're like, oh, we fought, whatever. And then it's you've not been like, through oh, a lot. Again. Yeah, it doesn't like ruin your day anymore. You're like, it's just a fight. Who cares? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how everybody should be. Unfortunately, ego gets in the way. Yeah. Um, it's what causes most of our fights. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that's causes almost, uh, I would say 100% of the fights are caused by ego. Yeah. And in second place would be money. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know. Agreed. So I was in bed the other day, and <laughs> when I go to sleep, or I get up to the go to the bathroom, and I'm scared of the dark. Me too. I still sleep with the light on, by the way. I, I, don't, I cannot I don't sleep you. in the dark. I have to sleep in total darkness, but if I have to walk in it, then I get freaked out. Like, I have my phone flashlight on the whole time, and I'm always afraid, like, oh, yeah. a ghost is going to, like, I jump got, out and be yeah, like, Yeah, I got ah. my phone on, like, the, the whitest screen on the calendar, like, looking around. See, if Jason wasn't right next to me, I would totally be sleeping with the light Well, on. yeah, that's what right? I'm saying. Like, I, unless, you know, Jeremy's over and I'm sleeping with him, I'm, when I'm by myself... You know, I'm lights on. It's yeah. So like a trail, like and Jason said one time, he goes, I heard you talking. Like when you walked back into the room, like who are you talking to? I was like, I wasn't talking. I was praying. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please God, keep me safe throughout the night. Yeah. <laughs> I'd keep say all my, evil and bad things away from me. My Amen. grandma Pentecostal <laughs> prayers about pleading the blood of Jesus over myself. I'm like, oh God. What, I mean, what, what the heck difference does it make if you're in the dark and the light? I, 
I do that. Well, at least you can see something coming at you, right? <laughs> right. So I, when I'm alone and I have to do the laundry, which is in the basement, I do that when I'm going in the basement. It's dark and I have to turn the lights on. I'm like, imagine the white light surrounded. Um, there you go. To protect myself. And I'm always like, I always imagine it as a, um, a horror movie, just like something popping out at you. Like I'm like, please don't. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I was like, you don't want to, you don't want to go for me. I'm not like, I'm not the one you want. There's nothing exciting about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a snack. Like, I'll take the neighbor. Leave me alone. <laughs> right. So, but there is a mirror that sits on the floor, and that's become like my makeshift vanity. I get on my knees and I do my makeup, which is ridiculous. I need to just get a straight card table and just put a tablecloth over it, put the mirror on it, call it a vanity, whatever. But I was thinking about mirrors being portals to other worlds, like Alice in the Looking Glass. Can I say this before? I don't know what your your story's about, but I will say that for some reason. And actually, I swear I do this all the time, Casey. I have a, a mirror that's a full-length mirror, and um, it attaches onto my door. It doubles as a mirror, and it also opens, when you open it, it, it to like a jewelry hanging, like earrings and necklaces and all that. It's really cute. But I keep that with the door open on it because I will, like... I don't know why I've always had this thing where if a mirror is facing me in my bed, like like at me... It freaks me out when I'm sleeping. Yeah, so I have to keep it like open so that it faces the wall and not me. I bu- yeah, I would, I would do, do the, the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> do the I same don't know. It just freaks me out. Thing. Yeah, I mean, because it's legit, right? So we're talking about like what 1893, I believe, when Lewis Carroll wrote "Through the Looking Glass," of course, about Alice in Wonderland, which was full of all sorts of crazy psychedelic stuff. I mean, at the same time. This was filled with symbolism that all stemmed from her stepping through a looking glass. Um, So I decided to research further in uh, exemplar.com. Spirit reflections and haunted mirrors. Um, Ever since human beings became aware of their own image, there has been fascination and fear of reflective surfaces. Folklore and legend have hundreds of stories relating to magic and haunted mirrors. Most, needless to say, tend to be warnings about the dangers of mirrors having negative supernatural qualities. In relation to this, mirrors are believed by many to be portals to the spirit realm and other dimensions. Mirrors have the ability to suck out souls. To avoid this happening, mirrors were removed from a room where an ill or dying person lay because they thought they they thought it to be more vulnerable to the negative power of the mirror. People were never warned people were warned never to look into a mirror at night or by candlelight if you do you would see certain ghosts demons uh portents of death or even your own when a person died in a room the mirrors have to had to be covered or turned to face the wall failure to do so would result in the deceased person's soul being lost or they may even turn into a vampire even while asleep it was thought that you best cover your mirror as you could be vulnerable to attack from negative spirits or demons during the dark hours. It was also advised to never place your bed uh, in a place where it is reflected in a mirror. There you go, Holly. <laughs> You're doing the right thing. Uh, in order to prevent mm-hmm. mirrors being used as a portal by supernatural entities, the mirrors should be frequently moved to different areas of the room. And mirrors with a solid backing placed in the same position for a long period of time are thought to be more likely to become spiritual portals. Uh, 
So paranormal phenomena and mirrors. So what are kinds of experiences that people have had with mirrors? Um, there are hundreds of documented cases of haunting haunted mirrors that have tend that tend to have similar characteristics. People have reported paranormal experiences when an old mirror is brought into the home from somewhere else. People, when moving into a new home, have had problems with mirrors left behind by previous occupants. People have reported paranormal activity after using mirrors for no uh, for div- excuse me divination. Uh, usually, no protection was used by the participants, and it is thought that they may have created a portal. It's suggested that when carrying out any kind of spiritual work, the mirror is to be to use a cleansing or protective ritual. Uh, if you are doing spiritual work that doesn't involve a mirror or other scrying device, then these should either be covered or put away in a safe place. It is. It has also been observed using a Ouija board uh, can create portals. Mirrors nearby are often claimed to be the origin of the portal after a Ouija board session. Often people have reported having experiences with haunted mirrors in hotels, friends' relatives' homes, uh, visiting a place as a tourist, and so on. These areas usually, but not always, have had a reputation for being haunted. But despite this, many of the reported cases of haunted mirrors were witnessed by more than one person at different times of the day in various conditions. Uh, various lighting conditions. Uh, therefore, these cases possibly rule out any natural causes. Added to this, other forms of paranormal manifestations developed in addition um, to that connected with the mirror involved. So it goes on and on and on. Like So there's shadow people have been seen in mirrors, strange mist faces, etc., etc., everything you could imagine. Um, can you send? Uh, can ooh, you send me that? That just scared the hell out of me. <laughs> That's freaky. There's like a picture with this looks like a man, and his eyes are all red. Um, can you send me that link? Yes, absolutely. And I'll post it on the watch list page. Yep. Uh, yeah. Also, they you know they, they've always said breaking a mirror is bad luck but i wonder if there was a spirit trapped in a mirror and you broke it was that would that be forever trapped i think i've seen a film that was kind of like that or or some sort of folklore (laughs) i would think they would be trapped there's got there i'm sure there's stories out there horror stories where somebody breaks a mirror that someone was trapped in and for some reason like i remember a film like that where they broke the mirror and the face was seen in all these different shards and yeah, it's kind of like a what was it <laughs> in Superman? And you were kind of in that reflective box. Oh, um, I'm also thinking about because I feel like there was an episode on Are You Afraid of the Dark like that? With the, yes, yeah, yes, that's absolutely what I'm thinking yeah. of. Good call. Um, I I believe there was an episode where there was a mirror and it was another like side, another port, like it was a portal. Yeah, and something was crossing. Yeah, back when Nickelodeon was awesome, those were really like scary stories. Yeah, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, Ren and Stimpy, um, things like that were pretty adult, like, for a kid's network, right? you know? I mean, teenage and kid's network. I I think I saw today Ren and Stimpy's top grossest moments, and I only saw one where uh, <laughs> this guy, he had ripped off a piece of his skin off of his arm and was shoving like salt and lemons into it. <laughs> yeah, it was really gnarly. I'm like, this was a cr-. like, but parents didn't make that much noise back then. 
Yeah, and then they would make a noise about uh, South Park. (laughs) Right, South Park. And then I got even SpongeBob like, oh, make your kids stupider. Like, did you see what we were watching back then? I feel like we were hardcore kids and we could take it. Right. Now it's like, they can't watch that. Raising a bunch of snowflakes. They're going to rip their arms off and put lemons in them. (laughs) (laughs) For just just a kid, like, what? (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> do you are you do you get freaked out by mirrors yeah i do and i remember my sister-in-law had a picture and her mom had just passed away because sylvia was had just been born and uh, she was pregnant with uh, my niece um when she died so she showed it to me and she still i i hope it didn't get destroyed in the house fire because it was an amazing photo um you can see in the reflection of the mirror, the mirror is reflected towards the kitchen, so you can see that, and it's near Sylvia. But in the reflection, there's a woman, a larger woman with white hair in a jacket turned around, and it looks exactly like Jeanette's mother. And she goes, that's not me. And uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. So hmm. do I believe... And part of me is like, well, you can manifest anything. You, I mean, you'll let your imagination run wild with you. Like, yeah, sure, you saw that because your mind made you see right. that. So I choose to believe mostly that. Can you conjure something out through a mirror with intention? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like if you sit there and you really are trying. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, like you said, I think that we can build stuff up in our head, and I'm sure a lot of tales are told, and I mean, I don't know if all of them are true, but that definitely can get someone's imagination going as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I mean, good call on the face in the mirror away from you. <laughs> hey, you were doing right. Trust your intuition. Trust yourself. I don't know. It's like weird energy. <clears throat> I don't think mirrors are bad, but one, more scared of the dark. Two, it just, I don't know, facing you, it just feels weird. Yeah, it's a reflection of yourself. It's very strange. It's like having a copy of the same room, but in another realm. It's really weird. Um, But also I read that they can be portals for astral projection. So I guess there's a sort of positive spin on it being a portal. Um. I have an article here that talks about how you can do that. Do I want to do it? No. Um, but it is interesting to to talk about. Um, but yeah, how to create an astral plane portal using a mirror. Um, and I'm definitely not going to try this out. This is uh, tanahoy.com. This is a, a personal column. Um, and she explains how to do this. Just let me... Just, you know, my AOR technology here. <laughs> She's the world's foremost psychic. If I had a nickel for every time I read that about somebody. <laughs> How to create an astral plane portal using a mirror. Mirrors have long been regarded as magical obje- objects. I cannot talk today. Many older cultures feared mirrors, believing that they're evil or that they're a doorway to the astral plane, while those who were interested in enchantments used them for mysterious practices. So is there a possible a possibility that the mirror you're using is magic? 
For centuries, mirrors have been used for purposes that involve the supernatural, which include uh, divination, uh, community with spiritual beings as doorways to the other side. Um, mirrors have long been used for scrying or for looking into the past, seeing the present, and for glancing what is about to take place in the future. Other reflective surfaces also have been used to divine events, such as a bowl of water tinged with dark ink or even a calm surface of a pond. Mirrors can be used to speak with those who have passed away or with spiritual beings. Um, non-physical beings either appear in the mirror or and speak directly to you, or they have written messages on the fogged surface, which is weird. Like there's flashes of, you know, uh, um, old tales like Alice in Wonderland and now uh, Snow White, you know, mirror, mirror mm-hmm. on the wall. Um, but are mirrors bad per se? Uh no, they're not. Uh, one thing you need to remember is that mirrors and other reflective surfaces are simply ordinary everyday objects until they start gathering energy. Once a mirror gains energy, then it may no longer remain as an ordinary object, but a powerful magical tool. Let me explain. Every person's thoughts, emotions, desires, intentions, and actions are made of energy. So everything you think about, feel, want, wish for, your actions and reactions all radiate energy. Some of these energies that you emit both positive and negative get lodged and embedded in the objects around you. And the more personal and precious an object is to you, the more energy uh, gets imprinted into it. A mirror is very receptive to these energies because looking into the mirror is a personal, is a very personal and intimate experience. Each time you look in a mirror, there is an urge of energy that you emit. It could, it could be dismay, vanity, pride, self-doubt, and so on. These energies get imprinted on the mirror that you are using. <clears throat> and even if you're not exactly thinking about yourself while you brush your hair, shave, etc., your mind may be actively thinking about a memory, a future event, or someone you're angry with. These two are energies which get embedded into your mirror and they give you power. A mirror's capacity to receive so much of a person's energy is perhaps why the an- ancients believed that it can steal a person's soul. Um, it reminds me of um, when Omar was on and he was talking about you know your your bed and also other people's beds and how he said that the energy that's shared in that bed can cause issues, right? And I mean, I don't think we realize how much sometimes energy can affect things. Yeah, because we're there for a lot of the time slumbering. I mean, we we have dreams there. We have, you know, we have intercourse there. You know, we talk to people on the phone there. Like every time you go to rest for a significant amount of time, you know, and and like he was saying, didn't he see something about you know your skin cells, you know, hair, everything yeah. is in that bed. It's crazy. Which is, I need to get a new mattress, y'all. <laughs> like f- for that reason and like i my hips hurt i'll turn onto my stomach and i'll raise my right leg you know like the fell from a building pose just <laughs> to stretch out my hip and it's terrible and i'll knee jason right in the back <laughs> i'm like my hips are killing me but yeah we definitely need a new mattress um but how to use mirrors properly uh, because a mirror has the potential to be a magical object, you need to take caution when using it. So here's some tips. It would be wise to use a mirror as just an object to see your physical self and not your inner self. For example, if you're trying to decide what to wear, you can look at yourself objectively, but avoid having thoughts of, oh, I look dreadful, or 
so-and-so will be so envious of me. This will prevent any of negative psychic energy from getting lodged in the mirror. Don't place mirrors facing your bed. Good call, Holly, again. (laughs) Uh, So beings from the other side may try to contact you or even coax you into letting them through while you're asleep. A mirror by your bed may be a way uh, for other worldly beings to deplete your energy. Okay, that mirror's getting out of the room now. (laughs) Yeah, there's one in Chris's room right next to that, and I'm realizing it's got to go. Yeah, it's got to get out of here. Watch, watch your relationship like significantly improve after <laughs> right? you get rid of the mirror. <laughs> You're walking around like, good morning. Right. <laughs> He's making it's you breakfast in bed. Morning. Well, then I'd know that the mirror was haunted. <laughs> <laughs> it's invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. <laughs> it place mirrors in your house strategically. Use mirrors to brighten up a room and make things look larger. Uh, where positive energy flows through your house. Don't put a mirror directly facing your front door as the positive energy that enters your home will be deflected out. Mirrors can be as powerful as you make them to be. Used properly, mirrors can make an excellent ornament to have into your house, office, etc., etc. The one mirror that I look in all the time, though, is in the hallway, and it's full of positive energy because it's a long mirror, so I look skinnier, and I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling myself. myself." (laughs) I take a lot of selfies in that mirror. Good vibes. And in the mirror in the bathroom, I do my back flex, my wingspan. <laughs> I got lots of positive energy. I'm leaving in the mirror, like, toward, by the bed, you know. I'm putting on my makeup. My curls look good. But it's still next to the bed. Still got to go. I have yeah. three, like, three full-length ma- mirrors in my house. Where at? Uh, One's in my bedroom. The other one's in the spare bedroom. And... The other one's in my third bedroom. <laughs> They're all in the bedrooms. It, I didn't like. I just thought about this. <laughs> and you have the one in your bathroom. Well, not full length, right? I'm just talking about regular, like full length mirrors. Well, then yeah, you know, you have. I have. Um, I mean, I have a regular mirror in my bathroom, but not the one downstairs. Just one, the one upstairs. Did or, your mom give you mirror. those? The full length mirrors. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think she gave. No, I think one came with the house, <laughs> and then the other two she gave me. Like the the one was at my stepdad's house for a long time, like his original house, I think. And then the one that's in my bedroom that I sleep in is new and like a couple of years old, but it was new when I, they gave it to me. Because your mom's always been into that Victorian look. Like I could see her getting. She seems to like that kind of stuff. Yeah, plus I like getting ready and looking in a full-length mirror. Right. So that's kind of why she did it, too. Um, so I used to have the the one that was older in my room, and then I switched it out with the one that's the jewelry thing. But uh, I never really thought about, you know, energy. Because... You go, you go to people's houses uh, for garage sales, and you, I guess you know, you know sometimes you don't really think about the items that you're picking up with energy, right? Too. I never have until now, <laughs> right? Right. So, you know, could I you guess said be, one, mind, be mindful of that now too? You said one came with the house. That's what I'm like. Mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. which is the one that um, I think that's actually no, I think that's the one that I moved out of the the room, and we used to be in there. Anyways, I like my room mm. now, but I just don't, I won't face it. 
I was like that at, at my parents' house too. I didn't like the the mirror facing my bed. It freaked me out. Yeah. And now with this whole, I mean, not to fall prey into it, but the whole Momo thing, oh, like it God, is freaky. Yeah. And what is that? So Momo um, originated from a um, Japanese artist who made this sculpture of um this character which he actually called originally called mother bird and mother bird is actually i need to look it up but um he said mother bird is is um i think it was something to do with miscarriages and women uh let me let me look it up really quick but he made it for some kind of horror horror um entry for his art okay and then what happened was he claims that he didn't start the whole Momo thing. Yeah, he created that artwork, which was a sculpture. But someone, whoever it was that started this Momo thing, took the image of his sculpture and used it towards that and called it Momo. And um, from what I understand, it originally started on WhatsApp where these people were giving out this phone number and saying, I dare you to contact this character called Momo and you uh, message this unknown number on WhatsApp. And, you know, supposedly there's this thing that responds um, and sends you horrific images and tells you it's like a suicide challenge. And so they tell you to do these things or else this Momo character will come and get you. And um, from an article I read, I think it was a 14, a 16 year old both died because they did this um, suicide challenge through WhatsApp and were in contact with this character. Um, The boy, I think it was a boy and a girl from what I understand. The boy started it and he was in contact with this thing and then he passed it on to the girl before he died. And then he died and then he passed it on to the girl and then she shortly died after that. What were the challenges? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I So when the police found out that both of them died and they knew each other, the only thing that they had in common was this, um, that they found on their phones was that the Momo character that they had been contacted with it before they died. They both did. I'm looking wow. this up now. Did they ever like, so obviously there's a person sitting on the other line saying, do this, so do this, right? No, it's resurfaced because, so that was originally what, what, was occurring was this WhatsApp. And so um, it's resurfaced now because I guess apparently it's hacking into YouTube services with kids' videos and splicing Momo into the, the videos. So kids will watch a regular video of, you know, another kid playing with a toy or something or Peppa Pig. Um, and then all of a sudden in the middle of the video, this thing appears, which is Momo saying, uh, you know, its name and that these kids should, should do these terrible things to themselves or else it's going to come and get them. Wow. Um, one girl played this video for me and it was, um, I think it might, I don't know if it was Peppa Pig video. Anyways, it doesn't matter. And then midway through it was in the background, it was the Momo face and it was talking and then it had a swirling, like hypnotizing thing in the background too. 
and it said uh, its name, and then it said, go into your um, dad's garage and find the sharpest tool you can find, and then it showed hands and saying to pretty much hurt yourself with the tool, uh, and that wow. if you don't do it, th- like mom was going to come to you and get you, and then it went back to the regular program. Wow. And so um, this lady was saying that she found out about this because her child's school contacted her and said, your kid needs to be talked to because he's coming to school and talking about this character and uh, scaring all the children. So when she sat him down, she's like, what are you doing with these kids and why are you telling them this? And he said... Because it told me on this video, if I didn't do it, it was going to come and kill me or kill, come and kill his family. Like, it either says it'll come and kill you or it'll come and kill you or your family. Wow. So he was doing that because he said that it was going to come and get him. So it either tells you to cut yourself or hurt yourself um, or to kill yourself in these videos. Huh. They won't say how the kids died. And uh, are the, were they fourteen and sixteen? The the WhatsApp ones? Uh, yeah, they were fourteen and twelve. Fourteen and twelve. Okay, it was a boy and a girl, though, right? Oh, I think it was the. <clears throat> so um, now people are like, since the police can't find these um, this person or people, who knows? Uh, the people are getting scared, thinking, "Well, is this a paranormal thing?" Or is this actually a person? And when they traced the phone number from the WhatsApp, I guess there was a couple places where it originated. One was, I think, in um, uh, Japan area, which would make sense because that figure that he created, that was where it originated, you know, that he. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think many people around here would know that that character and that Japanese artist unless, you know, the artwork was also here in America being shown. Right. But it said they're in another country. I'm trying to remember what the other country was where these phone numbers were linked to, but they couldn't find what the, who, who the person was. Right. The 12 year boy uh, hung himself. Oh my God. Okay. Um, so. Sorry, I'm just watching. <laughs> I'm like, where is this coming from? Is this creepy music? Is so, so, um, <laughs> me, me and my boyfriend were, uh, we went to Vivio's yesterday and Sorry. he goes, what is this Momo thing that keep, people keep talking about? So I explained it to him and he goes, oh, let's watch this video really quick. And I'm like, what are we watching? He said, oh, it's this guy just talking about Momo. And I'm like, okay, well, we're probably going to talk about it on the podcast. So I guess let's watch it. So he said, you know, he was going on about Momo, and then he said, but I wondered if, if I contacted Momo, would I get a response? And then he was about to contact Momo, and then the, our waitress walked up and interrupted it. And then two guys got into a fight at the bar, like, at VPOs before we were able to see what happened. And uh, I'm like, which I've never seen a fight there, not that saying that it couldn't happen, you know, in the past. But, uh, and... Then I went to go look for it later and I couldn't find it. And um, I got freaked out because I typed in Momo YouTube and, and then all, all these like 10 videos with the same um, title, which said, 
do or said do not FaceTime Momo at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm not fucking watching that. <laughs> I don't want to see what happens. I'm freaked out. Yeah, I mean, just like doing the Google search and just, uh, of course, you see that stupid face pop up and you're just like, oh, I can't even. I couldn't watch it. Don't. Because I'm like. Because once you watch it, it's kind of like you're letting something. The thing that I thought about. Okay, originally I'm like, why are these people getting all upset? Not because of what's happening with the kids. I get that. Like kids. Their young minds, they think that this thing is going to come and get them. Yeah. But I never really thought about it in a paranormal sense. That's like a spirit was um, taking over a YouTube channel. That's not how I thought about it at first. Till later when I thought back about um, uh, when Omar... um, and Beverly were here and they were talking about uh demonic demonic forces and how they can actually um talk to you through the internet. Mm-hmm. And if you allow that, then you're allowing that into your life and then them talking about the whole black eye thing, like right. being too far gone and not coming back. And how these people were talking to entities that they didn't realize were evil because they were disguised as like little kids or what you know they thought that they were just like sweet like right and i'm like what if it's something like that then that made me think even different i'm like i, I just don't even want to welcome that in. i don't want to watch these videos so i'm right. like i'm not I'm even getting freaked out that i even watched that little preview and it was a, a news clip you yeah know? i'm like, like are you regretting that now yeah yeah it's a stupid face. It's just like, no, no. And you're right. And I, I, I believe something you. about that face too. And then the the um artist said he um destroyed it though. He's like, I destroyed it. What really wasn't meant to be um oh, that, be around that long, anyways. And he's like, and it was rotting. Um, so it actually worked looked worse when I destroyed it because it was rotting. I'm like, why was it rotting? Yeah. What did you? I'm sorry. He drew a character. He drew a character, or have you not seen the face? No. What? You never seen the face? No. No. I I just saw somebody post about Momo (laughs) and was like, "Listen, moms, calm down." Or I don't know, stupid meme or something. I was like, "Google it." I'm not Momo or Momo. I don't want to Google that shit now. It's freaky looking. Like, don't I? Do I have to interact? Wait. No. Only bad things happen. Only bad things happen if you interact with it, right? Right. Okay. I'll look it up. (laughs) (laughs) It still reminds me of that super deluxe bit on Professor Brothers. Like, having just hit send (laughs) on a breakup email to Momo. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I like the funny thing is though that these uh, memes that are going on. Oh, like the w- w- one the- Heather showed us where if she had like blue highlights and super long nails and it says yeah. Momo got a tax return. Or the one that I showed that was like in the midnight hour she cried Mo Mo Mo. 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 <laughs> 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 um, huh. So yeah, that's creepy as shit. Definitely looks creepy as shit. Yeah, Big so old the, bug the eyes. artist like artist said, tell the children. It's not a thing anyways anymore because I destroyed it. Tell the children. What does he mean he destroyed it? And why was it rotting? I want to know what it was made out of. Paper mache? Oh. Mm-hmm. Here we go. What? <clears throat> yeah. Here you go. Huh. 
Huh. It was oof. It's bad news. There's a momo.com. Momo. I don't want to say it anymore. It's terrible. But it's not even just about that because, I mean, yeah, that could just be some psychopath on the computer thinking, like, wanting attention or wanting to, don't, who doesn't like children and, you know, trying to mess with people. It's weird that in this day and age, the FBI can't track. Right, exactly. Although I could understand more if it is really originating from, like, Japan or something because I don't know how. Like that works with out of the country. Well, someone said it may have originated in South America. Oh, yeah, that was it. So J- Japan or South America, those were the two phone numbers are yeah. two different locations. Right. That they found. Um, because like I said, through the WhatsApp thing, they traced the phone numbers for these people, con- like the two kids who contacted these phone numbers and had this interaction and then they killed themselves. Um, that's what it originated to was in some areas in Japan or um, South America. So to me, it sounds like it's hackers <laughs> that, right. you know, maybe People hate Americans and are complete psychopaths. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't know. I'm still not going to mess with it because, you know, can't be too safe. Right. No, don't even. So after that, I was like, Anytime I look at something that's kind of like depressing or um, negative, like evil stuff, I have to bring your energy levels up so that you're not <laughs> like this is my head. I don't know, maybe I no, crazy. I do the same thing. But like bring your vibration up so you can't feel like you're um, because uh, I feel like if your vibration is low, you can be easily attacked. Yeah. So I like watch happy news stuff, or I typed in happy news to like. <laughs> Puppies. More uplifting, uplifting, like, news stories. Well, it's interesting. After I watch the Ted Bundy tapes, like, you know, all my clients, I'm like, so do I. Like, I know they're avid Netflix people. I'm like, did you watch the Ted Bundy tapes? And it was 50-50. Half of them said, oh, I wanted to, or I watched a few episodes, or I binge-watched it. And the other half was like, I can't watch stuff like that. I can't let darkness like that in my life. Like, it, it's very yeah. unnerving to me. That and I get it. situation. So we were talking about this <clears throat> when we met up over the weekend, Ten Bundy, um, I still I haven't watched the whole thing. I I still haven't watched the last episode of that Netflix special, but um, it is very interesting. And my mom was actually because I watched it with my mom, and my sister, and my stepdad, and my mom was saying, I remember back when this story broke because, um, he was. I think it was the Florida area he was in when he was doing some of his killings, too. Yeah, that was the um, sorority. Okay. My mom's like, I was in Florida a little bit around that time, so it's a little freaky Um, when he was doing his killings. And I remember uh, she's like, back then, because there wasn't the news like there is now. It didn't travel as quickly. And you might think, well, why didn't they catch him sooner or this and that, you know. But she's like in Michigan we didn't hear about that and I remember when I went to Florida and he had killed some girls there that's the first time I ever heard about him and he had been around you know for a while before right. that um, so that shows you that news doesn't spread as fast back then so the thing with him um, I think is 
since he's such a smooth talker and he is, you know, he was attractive. Uh, that's what got a lot of people because they're like, oh, this guy can't do this because we always assume that the bad guy looks sinister. One looks, yeah, sinister or is, you know, we think of him as like ugly and um, not not smooth talking, not a college graduate. He can't get no game. Yeah. So it, it really threw people off, I think. And um, going back to like Casey and I discussed this too this past weekend because she was telling me that she watched the Ted Bundy tapes. And I'm like, didn't you think it was kind of weird? Because um, I did just, I think Jess, you were here that day when I was telling that story about the lady who died, who um, she stayed alive long enough to tell her story about being lit on fire by her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And how her her boyfriend's eyes went black before he lit her on fire. Yeah. Well, I was like, you know, telling Casey, um, oh, wasn't it weird that the one part, and I'm not trying to give stuff away in this, uh, if you're still watching the 10 Bundy tapes, but there is a part on there where um, a lady talks about how she was almost killed and she was a survivor and she recalls what happened that day. And... When he had her and he was trying to attack her, um, she said, I remember his eyes were piercing blue and all of a sudden they turned completely black. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about that. And um, I think Casey was saying, too, that, like later on, they, they also talk about that, too. And she thought that was interesting as well because we had yeah, just talked about that. I turned to Jason and I said, "Oh my gosh, that's what Holly said." That the, the and the same thing too. It's just that the person said, "I've never seen anything like this before in my life." Their eyes turn completely black, and in the Ted Bundy tapes, it's when they get him to speak in the third person on the tapes. Oh yeah, when he'll finally like say what the other guy did, who's really him. Right, God, that was so creepy. And then <laughs> there was uh, where he, there was a woman who actually did escape Ted Bundy because she was not taking any shit. And she said the same thing. Like his eyes just became black. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, And, you know, in both of these situations it's not like they were talking about the black eyes to highlight that, that they're that they're possessed by something, I don't think. So it wasn't like they were trying to make up this stuff, you know. Right. It was just an that. observation. It was just an observation. So I found that even more interesting that they yeah. really want, weren't trying to press on that. It was very genuine. Yeah. So it's just, it was just like a notation. Like, uh, yeah, and the eyes turned black, which was weird. But that's one thing I remembered that stood out. That's so crazy. That is and weird. these things are, I mean, you can't ignore that. You can't ignore mm-hmm. that. This person and this person in all these different situations, but all similar in the fact that these people did something evil mm-hmm. and their eyes go black. I don't know. That's a little too hitting too close for me. Yeah. It's like they just another person took over. And even in the phone calls, like, OK, if you have not watched the Ted Bunny tapes and this is spoilers for you, tune out. Sorry. Because we're talking about this. Um, <laughs> but even when he calls um his ex-girlfriend from jail because he's like i'm done talking to the cops i'm done talking to you know um all these people that are mean to me i just want to talk to somebody real and he's like there is just this force inside of me that i cannot control 
I just can't control him. And it's weird. Oh, yeah. Didn't you say something like that I was telling him to do things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it, from what I watched so far, it was like a real quick and brief thing that was said. And it was just like. Yeah, it's not like it was the main focus. I didn't watch the last few episodes because after watching like a decent amount of it, I was like, you know what? I need a break from this. Maybe I'll watch Shameless. That's how I, (laughs) that's what I do too. Like, (laughs) I mean, palate cleanser. Yeah. Watch some of it with my family. And then I had to go back and rewatch some of it because I fell asleep during some of it because I was really tired, but, um, rewatched it. And then I couldn't go back to it. Like, I, I'm like, it's too late at night. I don't need to watch this before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to watch something uplifting. Like I said, bring back your energy because that's really what I believe in that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my friends once said, oh, I don't watch this stuff because like Casey just said about other people that she knows, um, that's like welcoming it, that stuff into your house. And I mean, I get that to a certain extent. I, I think you need to protect yourself and ground yourself too. And that, like Jess said, you know, switch to something else and uplift yourself again. Obviously, don't go to bed right after you watch something like that because you're going to have bad dreams and nightmares. Oh, yeah. Don't have a mirror right by your bed. Right. <laughs> While you're watching that crap. I made the Gravy. mistake of going to bed right after watching, uh, how, what is it, Haunting on Hill House or whatever? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a mistake, man. Oh, did you say you're going to have a second dream. season? Will not, they? But not the same uh, characters, a different story? Yeah. I don't know. That would be awesome. Yeah, they are. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it had really high ratings, so why not? Let's beat that dead horse. Why not? Let's just right. drive <laughs> the series into the ground. Do you want to um, take a break? Yes. And when we come back, we do have some more uplift. We have uplifting news. I want to end this. This is, was a really weird episode. Um, yeah. Uh, R. Kelly's going to jail, looks like. So uh, we'll anyway. be back. Knocking me over. Holly got attacked by a dog. I don't, let's not talk about it. <laughs> On the break. It was crazy. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't even want to bring up the name because uh, one of our listeners, um, James Fernandez, um, left a comment about how what we were just talking about um, is, is fascinating how, you know, fast things can spread and be viral and that we can communicate with that many people. Um, but I don't want to talk about that cause that's, we need a palate cleanser after that whole thing. Um, so what I want to talk about is something happier. Um, it looks like, I don't know. They probably got R. Kelly now. I mean, people, finally, people are still eating 10 counts of sexual assault and yet people are still saying, yeah, he ain't going to jail. I'm like, why? Because he's R. Kelly. How did he not go to prison when he married Aaliyah? Like, uh, her mom is still like. They have had to have pressed charges, her parents. Her mom on Twitter is still like defending him. This is unreal. She's being paid. At least, I mean, mean, like, at least before the 10 charges were made. This was like a few weeks back. But um, after he married her, like, what was she, 15? When they got married? Yep, and, 15. and people because people were commenting like, "You just don't want to admit that you were not a parent who realized all that was going on behind closed doors," you know, right? That maybe because she go because she was saying, "Oh, I was there at all times," and you can't be there at all times. 
No, is she not with a fifteen-year-old? <laughs> right. Obviously, you weren't there when she got married. Right. <laughs> yeah. Where were you then? Unless you wanted that check. <laughs> That's the thing. I think, and I hate to say it, that money rules with a lot of these people, and like, oh, yeah. you know, I mean. So, um, you you brought up the R. Kelly thing, and last time I heard, you know, he was. Um, I think it was a hundred thousand dollars that they wanted for the, um, his his uh, bail. Yeah, yeah, and he couldn't afford it. Which I wonder how much money he has now, because why can't he afford it? Right. Yeah. How's R. Kelly broke? And He's then, probably paid so much in legal defense. Right. Yeah. But point. you, th- I mean, well, when was the last time he came out with a record? I don't even know. Right. Um. So he couldn't come up with the money, and he was sitting there, and then they were talking about up to 70 years in jail, right, and prison. So then I saw an article about um, how a lady came up with the bail money, and then uh, I thought it was just one of his friends. And then when I was reading this article, it said that one of his victims, it's one of his victims' moms. What? what? I, you need to, I was trying to Google it, so please Google it because my phone died when I tried to look it up. So I don't know if this is true or not, but I was trying to confirm this. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I could be wrong. But she was defending him, and then, um, uh, I don't know, it was just bizarre. <laughs> Bomb threats called a daycare where a woman who bailed R. Kelly worked. Jeez. <laughs> That's not really Because she was like, though. you know, saying that she still believed in him. And it was silly because in this article, you know, this person was commenting saying, I would bail him out too. I'm, I, I support him. So I'm like, are you people high? <laughs> yeah, multiple. Okay, this is this is the DailyMail.co.uk. Multiple people call in bomb threats to the Chicago daycare center where the woman who paid $100,000 to bail out R. Kelly worked. Uh, golly. Um Okay, so the woman who bailed R. Kelly is reportedly receiving bomb threats at the daycare. Multiple people had called, uh, multiple people had been placing bomb threats to the Lord and Child Christian Daycare Center located at West 79th Street in South Central. On Sunday, CBS Chicago reported that the business is connected to Valencia Love, the woman who just posted $100,000 for the singer just, um, just months after meeting him in September. Um, the Chicago Police Department said that they have not yet had anyone in custody for the calls that had been coming in on Saturday. Authorities did state that they had not found any explosives at the daycare center. Um, they said that the daycare was evacuated, no one was injured, but added that police are still investigating. TMZ reports that it is, excuse me, TMZ reports, um, it is currently unclear whether Love is still tied to the daycare. She is still listed as a registered agent at the daycare with the Illinois Secretary of State. Uh, local outlets that have reported that she no longer works there, however, Love met Kelly in September, according to a family member who said that the two were both guests on a local cruise around um, Lake Michigan. Excuse me. 
Love had been a fan of the singer, but after that meeting became obsessed with Kelly and the family member who was asked not to be named. The family member said it was a shock to learn, however, that Love had posted Kelly's bail, though she did reveal that the money was likely not much of a problem. This is because Love received a seven-figure settlement after filing a wrongful lawsuit against the hospital that was treating her daughter when she passed away in 2010. Wow. So what happened with her daughter? Because I, I don't know if that the stories were just false. And you know how uh, it's like a game of telephone? It might be that because it didn't say anything about her daughter being connected to any sort of. So I'm like, that would be bizarre. But I wonder what happened to her daughter in the hospital. I don't know. Because, uh, yeah, I was Googling um, victim pays bail money for R. Kelly. And then my phone died. <laughs> And she's got a, uh, she's a restaurant owner and a bunch of people jumped on her Yelp page and were just leaving really hateful things because, you know, that's what helps when, or happens when you bail out, you know, a known pedophile. Mm-hmm. He turned himself into police in Chicago Friday night to face sexual abuse charges, according to the New York Times. Unreal. So... Yeah, for more than two decades, the R&B singer R. Kelly has been trailed by allegations of sexual misconduct. He was married to a young singer who turned out to be 15 years old. Um, There were claims that he controlled women in a cult-like atmosphere. He was linked to an infamous sex tape, uh, and and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, a 10... Okay, authorities accused him of aggravated criminal sexual abuse involving four, involving four victims, three of them who are underage. Um, aggravated criminal sexual abuse can carry a sentence of three to seven years in prison for each count. For each count, so it's not going to be seven years total. So for each count that he has, so it's going to be seventy. Yeah. We, we we talked about that. Yeah, at dinner the other day. So this was thirty years in the making," said Jim Dick. Did you say dickhead? Diragatis. He's a journalist. I don't like that Jim guy either. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 30 geez. years in the making, um, the music journalist said, uh, who was among the first to document the allegations. The singer, 52, was tried on 14 counts of child pornography and ultimately acquitted in 2008. But in the in intervening years, the world around him has changed. The Me Too movement has washed across the country. As the fallout from abuse by Catholic priests unspooled, statutes of limitations on sexual acts involving children have been raised or in other states like Illinois have been abolished altogether. Women who are afraid to come forward or who were not believed are increasingly being heard. Ms. Fox said the events related to Mr. Kelly's charges span from 1998 to 2010. Three of the victims were between the ages of 13 and 16 at the time of events. Mr. Kelly is accused of ejaculating on one victim identified by the initials LC in a forcible encounter and attempted criminal sexual assault. Court documents said that she reported to offense uh, to law enforcement officials within two years of its occurrence. Uh, Prosecutors said that Mr. Kelly had oral sex and intercourse with three other victims, all whom were less than 17 years old, too young to legally consent. Mr. Kelly, who returned himself um, to police in Friday, uh, 
in Chicago on Friday, this was um, February 22nd, this article was posted, is due in court on Saturday for a bail hearing. After Mr. Kelly surrendered, his lawyer, Steve, Stephen Greenberg, uh, spoke to reporters for several minutes, fiercely maintaining Mr. Kelly's innocence and blasting the state's attorney for what he characterized as succumbing to public pressure by bringing charges against him. At one point, he claimed that all of the women are accused, accusing Mr. Kelly are lying. Mr. Kelly is strong, he's got a lot of support, and he's going to be vindicated on all of these charges, he said, one by one, it has to be. After so many years of accusations, Mr. Kelly became the focus of scrutiny after the documentary Surviving R. Kelly was broadcast on Lifetime in January. The six-part series included testimony from several women who accused the singer of abuse uh, dating back to the 1990s. The celebrity lawyer Michael Avenatti said last week that he had obtained a video showing Mr. Kelly having sex with a 14-year-old girl and had given it to the Cook County State's Attorney's Office in Chicago. He said that Mr. Kelly and the girl referred to her age multiple times in the video. That's so weird. Which is more than 40 minutes long. On, it's like he was getting rise out of it by talking right. about it. That's, ugh. Avanti said that the video depicted oral, vaginal, and anal sex, and Mr. Kelly urinates on the girl at one point during the footage. Of course he did. Um, Mr. Kelly has the girl watch a pornographic video on screen, which depicts Mr. Kelly with another younger woman. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So I feel like it sounds like he has a collection of these tapes with these young girls. Yeah. Probably in a sex dungeon that he was making these, forcing these other girls to like, 14 years old oh my gosh um, so there's a couple things that kill me about this obviously the horrific you know using these young girls that first of all are starstruck so they're initially going to go with him because they're like wow this powerful guy that I idolize through his music is giving me attention and at that time you know I think that young girls like I said, our stars were struck, but also like the attention. Mm. And um, their minds are not fully developed, so they're not able to make choices like that. And that affects you later in life. Um, he sounds like he has a power trip because things that he tries to do to these girls, too, is like dominate them, mm. urinating on them. And um, obviously the the way he speaks to them and. Um, targeting young girls, I feel like it's a domination thing. Uh, but the other thing that kills me is that the lady, do I that bailed him out? Do I think she deserves death threats? No, I don't think that you, we should stoop so low to do that to her. And you know, but it kills me because I'm like, you just spent a hundred thousand dollars of your child's death. Whether that was a victim thing or not, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it does matter, but it doesn't. Um, the fa- fact that you had this money and that's what you're going to use it towards? I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, really? All, <laughs> everything You could have gave gone. that a charity. <laughs> right. That daycare could have been really souped up. Like, what? It, did you have all R. Kelly's greatest hits? Like, were you a longtime fan? <laughs> He's got this power, man. He's got like even his fans. There's they even if he is proven guilty, they just do not care. It's the wildest thing. 
It's like he's speaking yeah. to him, like, hey, babies. Yeah. You know I never do this. <laughs> oh, we love you. Like, why? He's not even that great of an artist. He really isn't. I don't get it. Well, I, you know, I hate to say I'm glad, but I'm, I'm glad that they have proof through video because this might actually really seal the deal for his uh, sentencing. Yeah. Because I really do feel like you said um, with him being in the, his position that he is in, he could easily get out because one, people with money and fame, they tend to um, be able to like be slippery and get out of these situations. Uh, and then you could use th- their lawyers and such. They could use, well, there's not enough proof. I mean, of course these people are going to come out because he's famous and he has money and they want the money. You know, they could use things like that. But if you actually have the solid proof, no one can say shit about that. Right. <clears throat> so it's it's sad, but um, it might actually benefit them now that he kept videos. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely no denying that you were having sex with an underage girl. She's saying she's underage and you're still boning her. Like, enjoy prison. Right. 30 years. 30 years of allegations. And it took 30 years to finally, like... Well, that's why I think he he built up this thing where, uh, you know, I have this power and no one's going to touch me because this has been going on for, you know, a couple of decades now. Three decades. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Someone's like, oh, uh, I bet she bailed him out because she thought she was going to touch some of his money or something. Why would you? I don't I don't think that's exactly the reasoning because mm-hmm. she had the $100,000. Like, why would she do that for an investment into R. Kelly's fortune? I wonder how much she got from that settlement cause, about her daughter because – a lot of money. Well, uh, how come he couldn't bail his own damn self out? Like, is R. Kelly broke? Well, that's what Holly was saying. That's like, when was the last me. time he had a record? And honestly, if you're trying to get with him for his money, he obviously doesn't have any because he can't get his own self out of jail. So, right. You know, $100,000 after this long of a career should be nothing to him. Right. Unless he was that cheap where he's like, I'm not going to pay for it. Somebody else will get me out, and then right. lo and behold, that should happen. Yeah. That's another power trip thing, my too. My fans like, well, will I'll be here out. soon. Uh, yep. The, the, the money, I don't even have to spend it on myself. She wasn't wrong. Nope. Sadly. And it just killed me, like I said, on the internet. Like, I saw these girls saying, oh, I would have done the same thing if I was, you know, if I had that money. Ugh. I would have bailed them out. I'm like... Publicly and people were, that. you know, on Facebook, people were, like, putting those laughing emojis, but, like, under the comment. But these people are serious. I'm like, y'all are sick. I don't know why that surprised me. Because mm. you got one in every bunch that's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, um, Did you not hear and though. see? You could, you could be playing that video right in front of their face. And the girl could be saying her age. And he could be like, I'm a pedophile, yeah. And go, you know, going on about it, and they're like, "Nope, don't believe it." It's just like that Boondocks episode right. where they played the video of him pissing on a girl, and he's like, he answers the phone. He's like, "Yeah, this is our Kelly. Oh, you want my social security number? Sure." And he gives the number. He's like, "Okay, God bless." Like, and it still wouldn't matter. Yeah. 
Someone set this up. Yeah, this is rabbit killing. What? Yeah. Okay. All the proof in front of your face and you still don't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. <laughs> it's it's like a slap in the face to the victims, too. Oh, yeah. Well, and also, I would imagine a lot of these people have kids and, like, what if that was your daughter that he was pissing on? Like, you yeah, would lose your thing. shit. But the, it's okay because... R. Kelly wouldn't do that. I mean, they have video evidence, but R. Kelly wouldn't do that. Right. I mean, yeah. I just don't get the the lore. I mean, he's just, he's he's not that great of an artist, folks. No, he's had a lot of good music and like remix to Ignition has been stuck in my head for like the last 25 minutes now. Yeah. But then now when <laughs> I listen to that song is 25 lyrics, years old. <laughs> right. And the girl in that song he was singing about was probably 12. So I don't even know if I can enjoy that anymore. You right. Know? Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I love these lyrics. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is probably about a little kid. Like, uh. You know, um, there's certain situations okay. where, um, Someone will come forward and say, you know, this happened and you have to weigh out the situation because you don't want to assume right away because, you know, there's some people that could come up with stories. And, yeah, we have to even if we're women and, and there is women, you know, who, who say things and they're not always true. But, a lot, you know, a lot of times they are true. Um, But, man, when the, the proof is right there. Right. I mean, I could see taking both sides in a situation and like usually I'll, I'll be like okay I'm not gonna just say right away if I believe in this or not because I need to weigh the facts but geez mm, 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 there's mm. too much there it's blinding and then for someone who has a child and the child passed away and I don't know exactly how she passed away but still you're still gonna support R. Kelly after he's um, did this to other people's children and the thing of it is, is like, so let's say he gets charged on all these 10 counts, seven years each, 70 years in prison. Will he even do the 70 years? Probably do 10. Right. Maybe even less, like two years. Oh, learn my lesson. Probation. Right. I think yep. that was what we were saying. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. going to go pick up some garbage on the weekends. Right. I'm going to send my assistant, though. Right. <laughs> Good know. behavior. Yeah. I didn't pee on any 14-year-old girls off. in prison. I'll yeah. pay the city or whatever. I'll build Good. you guys a daycare. <laughs> yeah. Kelly's kids. Kelly's kids. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's kids, yeah. Uh, I mean, he better go on the um, the sex offenders list like everybody else would in that situation if he gets convicted. Because that's some bullshit if you don't. If you're better than everybody else just because you have, you know, some CDs and made some money in your life. Because people can be on the sex offenders list just for uh, urinating public. And you're over here doing all this crap. It's too much. Too much. Like He doesn't have kids, does he? I don't think so. I don't think so. Which is a little surprising. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, thank God if he doesn't because... Right. Who knows? Well, I don't think he does because he'd probably be using that as a... 
you know, like, oh, like I've got his, kids. You can't put like, me in prison. Yeah, he would use his, well, I'm a father and I'm a good father. You know, if he, if he did have kids. Because they always want to pick that one angle to touch people's hearts. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What city is, or what state is he in? Uh, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, so he really isn't that far. Right. R. Kelly, why so many ignored the warning signs? Uh, he stole my life from me, Lizette Martinez, who says she was controlled and abused by R. Kelly as a teenager. Um, so this is after the six-part series aired. Um, R. Kelly is 52, by the way. He denied all the allegations from the beginning. Um, how could so many people have continued to celebrate him and his music and given him the benefit of the doubt for so long? Here's five possible reasons. Sexual um, preda- predation is as an inconvenience in pop music is sold. Um, Ann Powers, a pop music critic who was interviewed for the documentary, spoke about the culture's collective view that it's natural for male musicians to woo young girls. Um Oh, let's see. Playing Sex for Laughs in an essay this week, my colleague um, Aisha Harris, a television editor, explained how two cultural touchstones helped keep uh, keep people laughing at Mr. Kelly, thus helping to shape the public's perception of his accusations. Like um, the Chappelle show, I Want to Pee on You. Um, And, of course, South Park, you know, making fun of Trapped in the Closet. And um, the black community rallied around him. Um, he he got on their good graces. Um, it was kind of a balancing act. Um, and there's this knee-jerk instinct to protect him. Um, the, there are a lot of attacks on famous black men, and it's a part of a larger conspiracy. So they kind of grouped him in that conspiracy, too. Hmm. Um which, I mean, I buy that. I mean, I think they've been trying to do it to Michael Jackson for the longest. He's dead. <laughs> I think we were talking about last time, too, how they're still making videos trying to... Um, Ruin his brand. Yeah. That he beat his monkey. What? Yeah, he beat Bubbles. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Because um, I was saying I, I read a story like a week or so ago saying that uh, Bubbles was he used to abuse Bubbles they were saying and that when Bubbles found out that Michael Jackson died that he tried to commit suicide Bubbles did and the Bubbles lives in a, like a rehabilitation or something center now um, and the lady who owns him uh, or works at that place said that's crazy first of all because first of all bubbles doesn't even know he died because no one's ever told him oh really that's what she said they're just like oh you're moving well (laughs) yeah i guess or and then she's like second of all even if we did tell bubbles that michael jackson died i don't think that bubbles would even respond like right and She's like, so these things that people are making up, they're, they're making them up. You know, they're not real things that happen. Um, is that movie uh, is about to come out with the two boys who were, you know, allegedly 
sexually assaulted by M- Michael Jackson when they were little. Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Okay. Yeah, they're working on it right now. Um, hmm. Yeah, because it, w- it was um, it was it pre- presented at Sundance Film Festival. I think so. So, you know, of course, once those things get worked up, then you got to throw the monkey in there. <laughs> and this is how you can tell because... Back in an interview, Bubbles was doing whatever. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> shit like that. It was like, you could tell in Bubbles' eyes they were dilated, you know? So, something stupid He's like, like that. smoking a cigarette, sitting on a stool, <laughs> like it's all dark. Bubbles like, looking at the floor, like, don't make a it. move. He's got don't sunglasses breathe. on. His, his voice is, like, super deep because they, like... Changed it, slowed it down. They pixelated his face, even though you can tell he's a damn monkey. Bubbles had a look at Michael Jackson anytime he spoke. <laughs> and mind you, like Holly works with animals. Like this is not her being insensitive <laughs> in any way. Like she's straight up saying that this is ridiculous. No, yeah, I, I definitely was like at first. I'm like, what? What with bubbles? Because I do care. It might come. I might come off. What about Michael Jackson spanking his monkey? People ah. mi- misunderstand me, but. It just was like ridiculous to me because I'm like, one person's got to say something that it runs with it. Then it's like Bubbles commit. The thing that was crazy, I'm like, Bubbles commit suicide when he found out Michael Jackson died. I don't know. I found that hard to believe. Then they wouldn't say exactly how he did it. It's it's all this. I'm like, that's because it's uh, made up. Yeah, it's bullshit. I'm like, because so we talked about how. <laughs> um, and I believe this is legit that uh, they, I meant to send it to you. There's a gorilla and Robin Williams that they film for um, some sort of special, but they, they made a connection and, um, you know, he speaks sign language. And when they told the gorilla that he died, because um, he's like, do you remember Robin, Robin that was here? And he said, yeah. And when he died, the gorilla became visibly very upset and distraught. Um, so I, I believe, I mean, I definitely like, they're very intelligent animals. Right. Yeah, no doubt. But I think that this, this is just so fanciful. I just don't know if they would actually try to commit suicide over it. Right. If it was, and especially since it, you think, you know what though? You think if, okay. So first of all, they said that Michael Jackson beat Bubbles. Then they said that Michael, or that Bubbles tried to commit suicide after learning that Michael Jackson passed away. But you think if, a of, um, if it was abused by Michael Jackson, you think that once they told him to pass away, it'd be like a relief. Right. If yeah. you were beaten. Because animals yeah. would for- remember. Yeah. So which is Like it? A, a really intelligent animal would remember a person who beat them. Right. Um, and I mean, not, not to totally switch gears here, but um, speaking of taking something and running with it, so, you know, Steve Irwin died quite a while ago, and his kids are pretty much grown up now. Mm-hmm. And they had, um, I think it was I think it was his birthday or his um, anniversary of his death. I'm, I'm trying to remember which one it was. But Google honored it by making, like, a Google character, yeah. like, caricature of, of him in different situations with animals. Like, and then saying something sweet, like, oh, Steve Irwin was a lover of animals and supported the rights of them, did a lot for them. Um, And then his children shared the images that Google made and said how touching it was that they are still thinking about Steve and and sharing his his memories. 
And then freaking PETA's got to get up on Twitter and be like, oh, Steve Irwin was a bad character. And like, Yeah. How dare you? I was, I, like, it bothered me so much. I commented back and I'm like, are you serious? And um, they're, they're just saying something about how... Uh, they do exploit animals? Yeah, pretty much. And saying that, you know... He was taking animals that belonged in, in the wild and and making them do tricks and stuff. And I'm like, what? No, is he? He wasn't. He didn't work at SeaWorld, dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then uh, I sat there just like baffled. I'm like, oh, and because they said, oh, this is a dangerous message to be sending to people by honoring him um, when he wasn't the nicest to animals. Like saying something stupid like that. And I said, well, really, P Dub. Uh, you're sending a dangerous message to uh, individuals that it's okay to, you know, kick a man when he's six feet underground. Damn, that's a good one. It's true. And uh, I go, don't you have something better to do? Mm-hmm. Like go after Michael Vick? <laughs> you know? Seriously. Michael Vick's still alive and still playing sports, Right. Right. After he was doing the the whole dog fighting ring, come on now, and you're gonna attack Steve Irwin's family? Yeah, who praise animals? Animals are their life. Yeah, who build like habitats for animals? Like, come on, it just kills me. Out there trying to save the world, and they're like, oh, <laughs> you're picking up an animal that's in the wild. And you're holding it. I'm like, <laughs> shut up, Peta. Right. <laughs> Peter, you do a lot of crappy things. You say that you're all for animals, but you do a lot of crappy things yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Go find some hummus to dip yourself in. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Took me a second. <laughs> That's immediately what I think of. <laughs> Jeez. I, I can't believe how in bad taste. Bad like, taste. That's really the direction you wanted to go with this? Okay. So what, is that, what does that do? Like, you really thought that someone saw that image was like, I need to go and take some animals and put them into cages. Right. <coughs> and make them do tricks. Yeah, it t- attacks, you know, SeaWorld or something, like you said. Ugh. Why don't you go and uh, fight the circus? Like, right? Go go after Ringling Brothers. Go um, make better regulations for the circus animals. <laughs> right? Go after the people who love and praise and respect animals. That's ridiculous to me. Absolutely Great. ridiculous. I but, don't know. Uh, it's it's crazy. Mm. So when are they supposed to know um, R. Kelly's, uh, when is his hearing? I wonder. I don't know. This could go on forever. I have Probably a feeling. Go yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to have all those people come and testify. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to take so many days. It's going to start all over again. And it's just, we, I mean, like that one music journal said, this has been 30 years in the making. Guys, this is going to go on for another decade. Not that you have to be, you know, rich. Not like, not that you are poor if you eat at McDonald's, but I thought it was funny that, first of all, he couldn't make his own bail. 
Then he took his entourage to McDonald's right after. (laughs) (laughs) Only ordering from the dollar menu. Well, you know, he's got to save all his money for all those pending court proceedings coming up. (laughs) And the best lawyer alive. Well, you can't take it with you, so. Right. I wonder wonder how he thought this was all going to end. Like, what was your long-term plan, dude, when you were building the sex cult and having sex with underage chicks on camera? What right. was the plan? What Like, you just thought See, you were so amused all this that, that nothing would ever happen? Yeah, I think he really did think he was that untouchable that he could literally do whatever he wanted and get away with it because he kept doing whatever he wanted and he kept I don't getting know. away with it. Right. I don't know <laughs> if this is a man thing. Maybe it's a woman thing, too. But I feel like when people are so sexually oriented and they – and they're like hung up on their sexual things that they don't think about things in the moment. They're just like, get what you want. And then once you've gotten it, you're like, then you think about it later and then you forget about it again until you go back into that and then you do it. And then you're like, why did I do that? Or, uh, I probably shouldn't have filmed that, but he should have like thinking too much with your dick. Yes. Well, why did you keep like, (laughs) whatever films you had because i don't know you don't see that's like i feel like he's like kept them because it was like his trophies yeah yeah like he like a hunter with all the deer heads or a serial killer who like keeps people's like jewelry or something afterward yeah obviously has to like a dom it's always like a domination thing and it makes me think um because i do like the psychology part about why people do the things that they do and trying to figure out because you know i think that behind everything there's there's some kind of past doing um i almost wonder if like someone did something to him in his childhood where it made him oh i believe that that'll probably be a defense too they're gonna cross-examine him by a psychiatrist and they're gonna say well he was abused add this to the element of the defense. There's, there's going to be something that's revealed. And if you're listening and you did not hear the Ted Bundy tapes, you know, cover your ears for a moment. But in the Ted Bundy tapes, they were talking about how he kept saying, these psychologists want to examine me and they think they're going to find something about me like I had a bad childhood <coughs> or my parents abused me. Stuff like that. And he's like, but I had a wonderful childhood. And so that stuff is nonsense. But then as the psychologist started examining him, he was like, well, we touched on how he was an illegitimate child and his uh, mom wasn't going to keep him. Like he doesn't know. He didn't know his dad on the birth certificate. It said a father unknown. And he thought that was a big part of his, like he didn't get in touch with that. And he, mm-hmm. Buried that. I wonder if somebody out there, like, once they knew that this was going, like, they knew, like, the father had known all along that that was his child watching from a distance. I was thinking that, too. Wow, good thing I was thinking that that too when I heard that. I was like, I bet the real father the whole time was like, "Mm, yeah, not gonna ever claim that kid. Right, exactly. And his mom was like, he's, he was like the most normal boy. Yeah, he was a but he's a sociopath, ch- champion frog catcher. Like he was, he always <laughs> went to Bible camp. 
Yeah. You know, but yeah, it was when he went to to summer camp that the one girl was like, then suddenly he just couldn't do things like the other kids. He had a hard time with everything. Like he couldn't do things right. You know, back then, you know, they would shoot rifles at targets and it was mm-hmm. like he couldn't shoot the rifle right. You know, he was last in races, things like that. And he built bear traps or no, tiger traps out in the woods for people like you cover up with foliage. It's like six feet holes with sticks sticking out of them. A little girl fell in and she like cut up her leg and everything. Like, who does that? Right. Well, the um, and the psychologist did say, you know, um, so he was an illegitimate child, but also he th- thought that the, so the the grandfather, his grandfather convinced the mom, his daughter, the grandfather's daughter, which is Ted Bundy's mom, convinced her to keep the child, so they went back and took Ted Bundy back when they were going to give him away. And then they thought, um, the psychologist thought that he was beat by his grandpa. Oh, maybe. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, if you're already, like, borderline not right, and then you add in the illegitimate child thing to it, feeling, like, not worthy or feeling like your other siblings are have their father and you were you know not wanted at first I, I can see where that would make you a little not make you kill people but look how big like, his ego make, became and it was all like but he had to prove like he kept feeling like he had to prove right like exactly. i'm smarter and i'm better and the only reason i was caught is because a technicality right he kept saying so yeah oh. well that concludes our show. It was a very unnerving show, but a good show. I liked it. <laughs> um, so, yes. And uh, so what did we learn here today? Yeah, don't look up. I can't even say the thing's name. I don't want to. Don't look up those I'm squared. <laughs> right, I'm squared. Um, and, uh, yeah. And uh, remember what Pray we said about the Kelly to go away and save right. this time. right. All right, well, hopefully when we come back, we'll we'll find out more about R. Kelly. There'll be some new developments in two weeks. I just oh. pray this doesn't go on for another decade. Right. I sent out my 23andMe kit, so hopefully oh, we'll get the yeah. answers here soon. It yes. should be within next time we do the show. Oh, good. Very good. Mm. Awesome. We'll, we'll read those first thing live on air. Um, all right. With that, my name is Casey. I'm Holly. And Joss. Good night.